Judge, judges are in. Zoid of studio. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form the Ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan and Matt Burke. Indeed, this week though, featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan, not really. To me, uh, can't be with us, sadly. But uh, look, I'm even more excited, Berkey, because the man sitting next to you is another Wallaby le- legend, a radio legend as well. His name is Greg Martin. Mardo, thanks so much for joining us and welcome. Hi, Dane. Hi, Berkey. G'day, Mato. How are you, mate? I well, know why Horan's not here. Because mm. he uh, tweeted that Will Genny was leaving the Reds <laughs> and then didn't have the guts to front up this morning because Will Genny is <laughs> not happy. No, that's right. He is, he's become something of the uh, the newsbreaker, Tim Horan, hasn't mm, he? He does. Like, why, why would you break And I think I will put this to him. Why would you break that story? If you have a responsibility in being on a program like The Ruck, why wouldn't you save the your ammunition and, and break the story that Will Gannier has signed for the Reds on our show? It's all Rather, about... Did he, he tweeted it? This is it's correct. always been about him, hasn't it's it? It's always been exactly right. Priorities. That's all about Tim Horan. If, he, if he's getting something for free, he probably would have got something for free on, on, on Twitter as well. Someone would have jumped on his account and given him so something. So true. <laughs> we are going to, of course, go into great... <laughs> it's great when he's not here, isn't it? <laughs> oh, isn't it? Get a great detail on the Will Gannier story uh, during this program. Marto, what I love about you, apart from having the fact that you've played uh, for our beautiful country and won that gold jersey is that you continued to play just for the love of the game didn't you play some fourth grade like grand finals at university of we won queensland four, four in a row but I, I was a carpenter at that stage so kept breaking my bloody fingers so <laughs> no, the game was costing me money in the end yeah i kept you until i was 38 so 38 yeah. do, do you remember Mato, uh one of the early remember the early sevens days we used to have the tournaments up in brisbane there was the oh, red yeah. la, red, red cliff Lev, Chris, red cliff sevens i think we played against each other and you were i think you were playing wallabies at the time i was this young pup coming through and you smashed me. It was like, <laughs> welcome to first grade. So it was like that, it was like that ad blocker roach. I don't remember and, that as much and, as um, you do, but I enjoyed oh, yeah, the story. <laughs> absolutely. And then I ran around you three times. Yeah. So I was all right. When you get to 38, that's not, you know, because in rugby, the beautiful golden oldies establishment, where you get, is it the purple pants where you can't get tackled? Oh, yeah. I, I reckon that's a little bit unfair. Like, I could probably play uh, the golden oldies of a life, but I don't like that. No. If, you, if you want to play, get smashed. <laughs> if you're 76 with chalky hips. You're talking about in, before the game or after the game getting smashed? Oh, no, well, they might have to with a dislocated pelvis. Chalky hips. That's, it's a great name for a rugby player. Here he comes on the blind side. Chalky hips. Uh, so just for those of you who've just woken up, you've uh, looked out the window and thought, beautiful day. What happened in rugby overnight? Well, I can tell you the whole weekend scores here. The Reds, of course, 23 beat the Blues 11. We'll talk about that game. Uh, the Brumbies, 34. They're in a good stretch of form over the Lions, 20. The Chiefs, 33 over the Hurricanes 14. Stormers 17 beat Force 3 with that uh, Habana try, which was really uh, no try. Beautiful dive, grounding the ball some one metre before the try line, but, you know, it it was awarded. And the Waratahs, of course, will play the Crusaders today, uh, this afternoon at Alliance Stadium. Uh, Last time I think the Waratahs beat the Crusaders was 2004. I don't know why I remember it. That was the International Year of Rice. just came into my head. <laughs> Look it up. I think it's true. Waratahs played the Crusaders. We'll get to that game and so much more. This is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. Enjoy. This is The Ruck. In excess new sensation on The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. Tim Horham not with us. Uh, thrilled to be joined by Greg Martin, of course. Uh, Matty Burke is with me as well. Uh, 
you boys, I, I weren't here earlier this morning. I got up very early, about right about five, as I usually do in preparation. Berkey, you usually yeah. stroll in about five minutes to nine, <laughs> uh, which I think is fair enough. You know, you've, you've played for your country. That's okay. You've, you've done your research on the field. That's hey, okay. I lost my... Where'd where that ball go from last week? Have you still got that ball? Oh, the 1999 World yeah. Cup ball. No, no, can't say too much. I don't have it anymore. eBay does. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone, sold very well. The man, of course, who isn't with us is Timmy Horan, uh, but you will have seen his name mentioned in dispatches if you're a rugby follower, given that we'll Gania has, uh, it's been announced, has uh, not officially yet, but is going to the Western Force from Queensland. A huge signing. It was, in fact, our man Tim Horan who broke the story first via Twitter and then on Fox Sports. Uh, I, of course, got up early so I could have a chat with the great man. Timmy Horan, good morning, Scoop. <laughs> yeah, morning, Tony. Uh, yeah, it's uh, been an interesting night over in Perth. It's uh, obviously uh, huge rumours around about Will Gania and also David Pocock. So, uh, for my sources, um, Apparently they have agreed to terms, but yet to sign it. And obviously what they have to do, the Western Force, they can't announce anything as yet because they still have to agree with the Australian Rugby Union. The way the contract system runs these days is you agree with your franchise or your province first, and then you have to agree with the Australian Rugby Union. It's a, a huge signing, isn't it, when it comes when it's official? Yeah, well, when it's when it's officially announced, and, uh, and you expect that probably in the next few days or week, I suppose, but... Uh, it's a huge signing, big, one of the biggest signings uh, and scoops in, in probably the last 12 or 15 months, especially when you look at James O'Connor and Curly Beal going to the Rebels, that was, uh, that's a huge move. But for Will Genia, uh, if he moves from Queensland to the Western Force, it's, uh, it's a big, big scoop for the Western Force to pick him up because you know, that'll then attract other players to the team as well. Yeah, and with the word that David Pocock is re-signing, which is brilliant for them, uh, they have had, and I think during the week you also said that there should be allowances made in terms of keeping this as a strong franchise about having maybe extra internationals. Do you still think that should happen? Yeah, I think so. I think that they need, you know, the Rebels do have, you know, they started with 10 internationals, now they're 8, and next year it'll be 6 internationals. I just think the the Melbourne Rebels and the Western Force difficult to attract players there. Mm. I just think they should be allowed maybe maybe three or maybe four international players, uh, and maybe the Brumbies as well. Can, can every team's got to be strong, but um, it's a pretty level level playing field at the moment. But you know, going forward, the Western Force is um, you know it's, it's a very good province and and a franchise that needs to continue on. Hey, Scoop. You're breaking news stories, which I think is a wonderful thing. Uh, it's just part of the power that you have. Um, two things. One, how did you get wind of this story? And part two, why didn't you think to break it on the ruck? <laughs> well, well, it was, uh, it was interesting because we were in, uh, in Perth yesterday afternoon and, and there was plenty of rumours flying around. So before we obviously, you know, before you go to air, you've got to make sure it's, it's true. I spoke to um, some people in the know. also spoke to Will Guinea's manager. He didn't confirm or deny um, so we wanted to make sure that um, we were correct. And, uh, you know, as I understand it, he has agreed to terms, but still yet to sign. Um, but as as you would have seen, the, the press release from the Queensland Rugby Union and Jim Carmichael saying they're disappointed he, he yeah. is leaving. But, um, you know, that the, the franchise in Queensland have to be able to sort of maintain their finances as well. And, and what Will Guinea financially was looking for, got no problem going for, you know, large sums of dollars because he, he's only there for... A, and he only played this game for about eight to nine years yeah. on average in this sort of uh, environment. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, uh, well played and look forward to catching up with you again on this show next week. See you, mate. Good on you, guys. There he is, Scoop Tim Horan. All right, now, this is a huge story. It is huge for the Western mm. Force at Will Guinea. Goes, but it's also for Queensland. We're going to have uh, James Hall on the show today. And after all this is uh, struck, 
they have been told that he's uh, he can't come on the show. Basically, the, the players were unaware of this happening. Well, they, they arrived home from New Zealand yesterday morning about nine ten o'clock or something or other, and he probably didn't watch rugby last night. Knew yep. nothing about it, James Horwell. Mm. So, Will Genny is not happy about uh, this being released because yep. he wanted a chance to speak to the Reds players at training tomorrow morning, and then it's free for the world to know. So it's upset but, him. But is that is that the is that the given though? I mean, once 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 there's a rumor and you can sort of half confirm, half confirm, as Timmy said, then you can't confirm or deny from the manager. It's then a bit of play on, isn't it? Speculation is as good as just as given. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's happening. But the the thing is that it's we're talking and so many things in different codes. We're always talking about the next season with yeah. these contracts, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it I gets in that. the way of the current season. Mm-hmm. This is a Queensland side in um, in the middle of a super se- season, which is so close and so important for everybody, yet they've got this now to think about, the whole Richard Graham thing the week before. It's, oh, God, yeah. How, how, does it, how do we clean that up? We there, there's a lot of Reds players not happy about that too. I'm sure you spoke about that last mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah. And they're all going, where, where does this lead? I like you, Mackenzie. How come he's moving further away from us mm. in, into a higher role? Oh, oh, mate, if, you, if, if you remember reading the Matt Burke article last week, Tony, that was... Uh... <laughs> If you I love it when Matt, Matt Burke's... Tony what, loves it when Matt speaks write? in the third person. What, what did he write? Basically, basically on that, uh, Matt wrote on that. He uh, <laughs> he wrote about the, the, the changing in between, as in, what do you play for? Do you play for club or country? Do you play for your state or, or is it now just a job? It, it's a tough one because then you think about the players and now Will Genny is, okay, he's upset about the, the leaked information. Where where do the other guys... Where does he sit with the other guys now? I know he wants to play well for Queensland, finish off well, but... You have that little inkling of, you know, what are you thinking of? You're thinking of next year. You're thinking about players. What, are you, are you saying the Reds that? players might step in like the Force players did when Richard Graham said he was Oh, no, 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 no. Not, 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 yeah, not no, for players. No, not at Mate, all. Mate, he's been there for six years. He was there when Reds were terrible. In 2007 and eight, where he's nine, where his first few years, they turned the corner a little bit in 10 and then they won last year. Maybe he's done. He's, he's saying, I want new challenges. The biggest thing out of this so far, I think, Timmy actually sounded like a real journo. Oh, he's taking himself said. seriously, mate. Yes. Ask him how many Twitter followers he's got. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not as many as Quaid, he'll tell no, you. No, yes. But he's Kane. And Tony loves it when Matt Burke talks in the third person. <laughs> this is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. This is The Ruck. Evanescence, what you want. This is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. Greg Martin joining us. Tim Horan can't be uh, here today. Matty Burke, as ever. My name's Tony Squires. Um, Marto, now, of course, in your Brisbane life uh, at Triple M, uh, there's some a story here I just need you to uh, clarify for me. I understand that uh, Berkey and I, in this current world of football players, where ink is the absolute go. Uh, if you haven't got... Oh, don't they love it? Oh, it's just everybody is tatted up. You see, uh, Digby Uwani got another one this week. Did of, he? Of his mother. He's his mother on his right arm. She has to give him the all clear. He's got about 13 now. So each one has to be his mum. Okay, by his mum, and finally got his mum coloured in this week. Have, have you seen his... I got on his uh, Twitter photo the other day. It's a small photo and yeah. I clicked and I thought, oh, he's got like a camouflage. Look like the Manly Seagulls jersey the other night. Oh, okay. Without a shirt on. Without a shirt on. And, and as you click on the, the larger picture, it's just drawings I'm, I'm not everywhere. a big fan, Tony. I didn't come from that era. No, no. Me, I'm a clean skin. Uh, no tats whatsoever. You don't, uh, mm-hmm. Berkey, no tats. Uh, Timmy, no. as you'd expect, absolutely no tats. No, it costs money. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine trying to get a free one? It's like a fart joke. Every time you say Tim Horan, Tim Horan's cheap, it makes people who know him laugh. That's beautiful. Oh, but you uh, understand, you know, you say you're not into it, yeah. but uh, you do have one. After a, a bet, are we going to say gone wrong? Mate, I, I do. I'm on the Brecky Show. In, in uh, Triple M. On Triple M, as mm-hmm. everyone, everyone up there will know. Mm-hmm. And last year, I was doing the sport. I did the sport as well as chatting, you know, talking throughout the show. 
Lot, the, the Suns, you know, the new team, yes, they're still not going them. all that well. I watched them for a little while yesterday. They um, they kept chirping away the week they were playing the Lions, going, yeah, yeah we're going to do it, we're going to, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're a chance here. And I'm going, no, you're not. You kept on getting beaten by 100 points mm. every week last season. Yeah. They come up, and I actually said on the Friday, every news bulletin that I did, every sports update that I did, every half hour, I said, I'll tell you what. If the Suns beat the Lions, I'll get a tattoo of their emblem on my bum. They just kept on saying that because I couldn't cop how much they were talking. The Saturday night, there was no game on. I'd called the Friday night rugby game. So Saturday night, I'm sitting down playing Scrabble with my wife, giving her, you know, she had a night off with her husband. And um, didn't really have, had the footy on in the background. Definitely not the AFL wasn't on, but I could hear my phone going off from about a quarter to eight. Going off. I said, no, not checking that night with you, darling. Got up in the morning and it was Mother's Day as well, all right? The morning was Mother's Day. I checked my phone. No, first of all, I had Fox Sports News on. Mother's Day, I was hanging the washing out. That was a special present. <laughs> and I could hear on you Fox Sports Scrabble. News. I heard Fox Sports News and I go, in one of the greatest upsets ever, the Suns have overcome the lines. I'm oh. like, oh. <laughs> There goes the washing. Gone to Mother's Day and we've had a big chat around there, the whole family, uh, father, mother, oh, on my dead body, old man, get out of the will, all that sort of thing. But I got to work on the Monday. I said, well, I'm not getting that tattoo. Let's just write that off. Mm-hmm. But they pointed out, no one will ever believe anything you say again on radio Correct. unless you get that tattoo. Yeah. I checked the paper because I thought it was a sun, and yeah. I thought you might have to do it out of your bum, this yeah. bloody big sun. <laughs> it was a GC. If you've ever seen that, it's GC. Yeah. My wife's name, my name's Greg. My wife's name's Kathy. It was just manna from heaven. Perfect. So I got it on the Tuesday on radio with four TV cameras pointing up my date. <laughs> All right, in the studio on the Tuesday on air at Triple M. I got home at night. And Kath, my wife, wasn't there. I'm, I'm in the fridge getting stuff ready for dinner for the kids. There, it was third news story in Brisbane, slow <laughs> news day. There's my bum. And my kids, I'm in the fridge, didn't see it. My kids go, uh, uh, Dad, your bum's on TV. <laughs> How do you like that for a tattoo story? Oh, that is sensational. No, it's not tragic. That was uh, almost romantic. Almost romantic. <laughs> <laughs> this is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. This is The Ruck. You two mysterious ways on The Ruck. This is your Sunday rugby show, Tony Squire. Greg Martin in for Tim Horan and Berkey. Uh, I did have a little look, Berkey. I think you did as well at uh, Greg Matt Mato's tat. It's terrific. It's very actually quite uh, tasteful. I think I'm going to say uh, Thanks, this guys. is the tat that uh, he just remember where he uh, got uh, it. By uh, the way, a lo- what you mean? He got it in Brisbane. What, more more <laughs> tasteful than a bloke deep into his forty showing other men his bum. Yeah, <laughs> and you look. Yeah, I was there very very quickly. Uh, it was of course a lost bet, but it looks okay. There's, uh, there's some bets I guess going on this afternoon would be about Waratahs. Can they in a beautiful Sunday afternoon in Sydney? Can they uh, do what they haven't done since 2004, that is, mm. beat the Crusaders, who welcome back Richard McCaw, which is quite a large name to welcome back Ooh. into a team which is also travelling pretty well. <laughs> uh, what sort of... I mean, they love playing footy on an afternoon in Sydney. Those boys, you've been through this before, Berkey. Uh, how are they feeling? It's a... It's an exciting, it's an exciting afternoon, I think, for the guys anyhow, as in the Waratahs, because they've got a chance to one to make a statement, two to play well, three in front of the crowd, and the rest of it. But they're coming up against a, a team, as you said, Tony, who are who are starting to get some confidence. Yeah. And the thing about it is, though, you've got the All Black number ten playing yep. twelve. He can't even get the number ten jersey in his province, so, so to speak. A guy called Tom Taylor scored thirty-two points the other day. Twenty-nine, I think it was. Oh no, you no, know he got thirty-two. Than me. He's got the he got the one try and yeah. kicked all the goals, yes, conversions. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and Carter can't even get a start. You know, yep. so. It He's not it. happy either, Dan Carter. He's been putting on his Facebook and stuff like that that uh, it's about time I move back to 10. Oh, is that so right? He's agitating in his own little corner. Well, so the, and then you got so him with Robbie Fruin in the centres, and then, you, as you said, you got Richie McCorsey on the sideline, who no doubt will get some game time. So Isn't social media 
hear the tougher. beautiful thing. It's just breaking so many stories. Some of them sad. Yeah, <laughs> some of them very sad. 2004, I mentioned at the top of the show, it was International Year of Rice. Uh, it was the last time that the Waratahs have beaten the Crusaders. Mm. and uh, they did. It was an afternoon game from memory as well. Uh, people like Chris Whitaker running around, I think, in the nine, those days. It was over in Christchurch too, I think. Yeah, it, they, exactly. Um, Matt Rogers scored 28 points. You, you've got to watch it. These Crusaders love an afternoon game as well. I remember mm. the Wrens bugged one on in February one year, and it was like 32 degrees, and they got beaten by 40 points. The Crusaders lapped it up. That's they all right. 40 up. points is not too bad. Against uh, the Crusaders. Against right. the Crusaders. Oh, so you, were you involved in 2002? <laughs> involved. I was the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Just remind everyone what the score was. The score was, we nearly got a bonus point. We scored three tries. But no, no, got, no, no, no. The score. Crusaders. <laughs> we got beaten 96-19. Yeah. 90, oh, wait, wait, back up, Sparky. 96, 96 19. 19. Mm-hmm. See, and, I use it as a were. reference to, to me, 1996. I say it the other way around. That's the year Super Rugby started. <laughs> historical <laughs> Just to etch that in your mind, the other score is etched in my mind. We were at 63 nil at half time, and Bobby DeWise said, we're still in this, boys. How we're still in this. How strong was the wind? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. 63 Unfortunately, there was no wind. There was no wind. Well, you did well, 19 points in the second half. Points, strong yeah. effort, Berkey. Yeah. Did well, you... We were actually the better team in the first 20 minutes. Right. Did you run out of words in terms of, you know, behind the try line oh. as the captain gathering a team together just to give them a little lift after the 54th try? What there, did there, you there have was, to say There then? was a stage there uh, I was saying, don't let them get to 60, don't let them get to 70, <laughs> oh, you had 80. Don't let them get to 90. I, I, think, I think the 90 one, I was silent. I just said yeah. nothing behind the post. Just like, have a look at yourself, boys. But on the positive, you stopped them from getting to 100. <laughs> only the reason. <laughs> we didn't stop them. The only reason why we didn't get the 100 is Andrew Merton's missed two conversions. <laughs> I think he hit, he hit 14 from 16 that day. Is that true? And every was, was, time there, we, was there anyone to blame more than any others? Um, like, did you play well? No, I play, at, I play outstanding. Exactly right. In a beaten team. In a beaten team. The difficulty, the difficulty was uh, we, had, we had a chat during the week and uh, we were running. It was, it was first versus second at the time. Uh, uh, Crusaders first, uh, we were second. Going over there and, and it was the last game of the round, Robin. That's right. And Bobby Dwyer called me in and, uh, and he said, he said, man, I'm thinking about changing the team up this week. I said, okay, what are you, what, what are you looking at? He goes, I'm thinking about changing the, the two, uh, as in the hooker, the, the second row, mm-hmm. the back row, Maybe I mean, we'll leave the halfback. We'll leave Wits there. We'll change the ten, the twelve, and the fifteen. I went. Hey, that's not just about the spine of the team. Yes, I reckon we'll be all right. I reckon mm-hmm. we'll be all right. Chris Whitaker went off after about ten minutes after with a with a corked bum, I think it was, and, and he's wow. the toughest bloke going around. Yeah. He would have stayed on, so he went off. It just a corked bum is an image I don't really want to be going <laughs> on with. Well, <laughs> I, could, I could have said gluteus maximus, maximus, and um, didn't you play the semi final the next week? And we played the semi final against the Brumbies. Confidence was a problem, and we got beaten by fifty, <laughs> hundred and fifty points in two weeks. Well, well hope, done, boys. Good that, luck today. Well, I, I see that Brendan Cannon says that that was actually a motivator for then the, t- the time that they did win in two thousand and four. So, do, do people take notice of those things? This you know length of time since they have beaten them, the kind of a, a hoodoo teams, do, or the teams that no, they run that, out. That, that's what we talk about. Yeah. They, don't, they don't talk about it amongst the team. They talk about how well they're going last weekend and let's back mm. it up again and all that sort of thing. They do need some fluency, though. Mate, they need Merrick Barnes. Well, whether he plays 10, they've got to keep running the whole game. Instead of kicking, they lapse into, you know, one minute 26 to the try last weekend to start the game. Why couldn't they have gotten confidence off that and kept rolling? I reckon, I reckon that it was a, a bit of shock more than anything else, mate. They've gone, how, how good was that? Great bit of ball movement, pass it back inside. Um, great switch of play at the end there, yeah. and all of a sudden a try, and they've, maybe they've just got a bit of shock at the back end of it. But you've got to do that today against the Crusaders. You can't sit on your heels. You've got to go at them. Yeah. Mm. And the great Taft Cliffy Palu front of the line out play every oh. time. I think. I think there's, no, they won't see it coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who are you tipping then? I'm tipping the uh, yeah, Crusaders. Crusaders, Berkey. I'll have to go Waratahs. Yeah, you'd have to go the Waratahs. This is the Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. This is the Ruck. We're all all in. 
This is The Rock. Marta joins us uh, with Berkey, Tony Squires, Tim Horan. Not here. Tim Horan just sort of sitting back relaxing after having broken the news uh, exclusively. Scoop Horan that uh, Will Genia will sign. Hasn't actually signed as yet, but will be signing with the Western Force for 2013, leaving uh, the Queensland Reds. It's been an interesting time between those two clubs with the, the coaching, uh, with Richard uh, Graham going as well for the other way. Uh, he, so, Horan, Tim Horan, I think, is just off-fielding media inquiries as we speak. <laughs> he's stitching up a book deal about That's it. That's right. <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> the Reds, 23, beat the Blues, uh, 11 on Friday. And the Brumbies, 34, over the Lions, 20. The Chiefs, 33. The Hurricanes, 14. The Stormers, 17, over the Force, 3. Highlanders, David Pocock, of course, for the Force, also re-signing, which is terrific news for, the, uh, for that franchise. Highlanders, 36, over the Cheetahs, 33. Today, uh, Marta reckons the Crusaders will get over the top of the Waratahs. Berkey, obviously is going the other way. I noticed in your column, the incredibly readable column, Matthew Burke, in the uh, the Sun Herald sports section, Berkey, it's the one where it has three photographs, uh, very large. The, mo- the largest is you sitting on your byline, your name, <laughs> which is, I don't know, the size of a building. Uh, it only space about 30 words in the column, but still, those 30 <laughs> words are magic. And you're talking about... Uh, uh, coaching clinic that you were doing during the week and you were talking about the Waratahs, uh, you know, their, their style of play and throwing the ball around. The word pass was something you were doing a lot of, was it this week? Yeah. Well, I think, Marta, you, you hit the nail on the head uh, previous break when we, talk, when we spoke about passing the ball. The Waratahs, that's what they've got to do today. My, my philosophy is when you go to these coaching clinics is that you've got to be able to learn to pass the ball for the young kids. Because, you know, you get that young kid who's a little bit faster and they run around the outside oh, yeah. and everyone yep, yep. and then I'm, I'm constantly saying, turnover, like you didn't pass the ball. And they look at you and say, hey, hang on. I said, well, you can't do that when you get older. So learn to pass the ball early. And by the end of it, my voice was like this because I was yelling so much. But I had the great John Eels with me as well. Uh-huh. And Eelsy basically stood there and we, you know, we had eight-year-olds there. Yeah. And if you read the article, it, it's, he said, uh, gentlemen, in rugby, there are two states of being, mm-hmm. useful or useless. <laughs> Scratching their heads and looking around, kicking his mate, that kind of stuff. I was going, "Easy, come on, mate, do I sharpen up? Just yell it. Like, just, <laughs> just yell it, then they'll get it." Oh, oh, then did you understand it. what he meant? It took me a while. It took me a while. <laughs> Two states of being: beings who, being what. So it's a great thing. You know, I read your column on the way uh, down on the plane this morning, and mm. I thought that is a beautiful thing as a rugby coach of kids. That is mm. the best. That's all you need to say. You got to be useful or useless, useless. or That's, get off the field. Virtually. Or get off the field. Keep exactly moving. Right. Keep moving and keep part of the game. We, so we talked all about you being part of the game in terms of playing. To you, uh, sixty two. Yeah. Do you you coaching? Do you coach your kids or what, what do you do? Yeah, still coach, mate. Under thirteens, that'll just about wrap it up. Then you can't keep coaching your kid until they're in A grade. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll knock it off the head. But that's the thing. Stay involved and keep moving. I didn't mm. let them kick until last year. I only let one kid kick if they're behind their try line. Is that right? And that's that's the way it should be played because you're not playing for sheep stations. No. I hate playing other teams who, you know, they're 40 out from the line and they'll kick. They remind me of the Waratahs. <laughs> Why can't they make a hard and fast rule? No more kicking. No more kicking. They'd be yeah. a much better team. Yeah, you, you watch it nowadays and the game has changed so much. Is it? You, you, the old days of kicking off, catching the ball near near try line, passing back, yeah. kicking the ball out. Now they go one, two, three, four phases and then... At that stage, there, the field's spreading. You can actually run the ball. So it's a great opportunity to run the ball in your own half, but sometimes they don't get it. But when well, does a kid go from being, I'm um, enjoying this because it's a great, fun game to play? When does this coaching that happens at Super uh, 15 level, when does that come into being for kids who are at an elite level? Is it, the, is, is it at school? When I would do they have said under 15, between under 15 and then playing in the first. That's when life becomes, they are playing for cattle stations mm. and everything's so important. You have to do, can't rely on your natural instincts. You've got to play to the team plan. Unfortunately, especially if the coach is a forward, I believe. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that because yeah. if you're a backs coach, you've got a lot greater uh, 
greater uh, spectrum mm. of idea on the philosophy of throwing the ball around. Yeah, it gets lost sometimes. It's difficult as a back to actually coach them, and in any of the ways of the forwards, because as we know, the, the referee is sport for choice in their laws. I mean, you can get penalised for you know using bad grammar. I understand. Well, <laughs> wasn't it Dick Marks in the article last week wrote there was forty three infringements in the front row that, can, uh, that the referee can adjudicate <laughs> at any one time. I've become a referee this year. I've only on to my fourth game. It is a nightmare. I thought I knew the laws until you become a referee, is that and right? then you get a referee assessor to tell you which laws you missed during a game. But, but to, okay, here's the question then, Marty. The, 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 the ones that you missed, don't they just let the game go on? That's my whole, that's my whole plan. That's Rather what I said. I explained to the referee's coach who came up to me after the game, I tried to explain my philosophy of the game, and he tried to explain the law book to me. <laughs> <laughs> there was a little bit of difference. Between the two. I haven't been appointed to a game this weekend. Where do you want to go with your referee? No, I don't want to go anywhere. I just looked around on a Sunday during club footy with the kids' club footy and went, geez, there's a lot of referees having to do two and three games back-to-back. Just thought I'd help out. Mm. Do you have a... And also, when I'm commentating on the TV, it gives me a lot more strength I actually can say that I know the laws and then bag the ref. Tell you what, you've got credibility. That tattoo, that's it. Do you have a signature blow of the whistle or is it just a little weird? Two pages. I wish I had it in here with me. There's two pages in the referee's handbook on how to blow the whistle, where where to move your tongue and stuff like that. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Mate, it's it's extraordinary. Very handy. It's quite a a (laughs) (laughs) This is The Ruck. Yes, indeed. Lovely to share a Sunday morning with you and talk all things rugby. We talked about the Waratahs who will play this afternoon. The Brumbies, they're about to... They've been in, in South Africa for a couple of weeks now. One very close uh, and unfortunate loss and a terrific win. Uh, they've beaten the Lions 34-20. to oh. Mato, when we talk about the Brumbies, it's, it's a great story this season, isn't it? Because they announced that they're on the top of that franchise, uh, of the Australian, Australian uh, franchise. It's incredibly... A lot of people have, would have written them off already, I think. The fact that they got together in August before yeah. any of the other teams in Australia with their coach, and they only had three Wallabies, it gave them an unbelievable build-up time to uh, develop into a team. Mm. And, I, and I thought, you know, that first week they went all right, the mm. second week they went all right, I thought, hmm, other teams will start to gel here soon and they'll overcome them. But no, they've shown adventure, a spirit, and they've shown a nous to be able to win games and then even won it without Ben Moen the other night. Yep. So, you know, th- the big move was putting him as captain and saying, right, yeah. I... The old blokes who we showed the door, I know there's a couple of you still here like Steve Moore. Listen, well, I'm in charge here. Jake White has made that claim from day one. But do you reckon, though, you, know, you go back in the, the early days of Brumbies and it was it was very much player-driven. You know, well, Rod McQueen let him get away with it. Well, true. Buy yeah, in. Greggs ran it to... Uh, uh, Bernie, um, Rod Kafer was Joe Roth, Joe Roth, and then you know our, our good mate David Nusifora, whom we played with uh, early days of my career, he was the Brumbies coach. Um, I think he was just sort of doing media after the game the boys were running and then, it, it, and then it changed after it. he went to um, went to the Blues after that mm. now I think sometimes sometimes rugby players just need the coach to say here's a sheet do that and you'll win and and, and if yeah. sometimes the players go well I don't know maybe we can no no just, this just is do player it. power we're talking well, about player power and then sometimes the coach needs to just say hey look I'm the coach that's why I've got the gig you'll play you're, you're good at doing that skill on the field just do that it helped Jake White the fact that he's a South African, the discipline is legendary, and they usually get South African players will listen. Australian players will uh, doubt and question. question yeah. But he's had the in through Eddie Jones. He's like a consultant over the phone, on emails every day. That's given given him an in and given him an understanding on what he needs to do there in Canberra with the Brumbies. So it's actually been fortunate. You're a World Cup winning coach, and Eddie Jones is a very strong disciplinarian too. Mm. Working together, there. Uh, well, Eddie's in the shadows. Mate, they've got the best of both worlds, and now they're playing. They've got these young blokes playing really well who'll start to make wallabies. Mm. All right, we're, we're uh, 
past the middle of the season, where do the Brummies, are the Brummies going to be the top franchise in the Australian Conference? I'd rather tell you after next weekend when they play the Tars, because now they've got the Tars twice, they've got to play the Reds. They're ugly stinks, they're awkward games when the Australian teams play each other. They all yep. know each other really well. But the mm. Brummies have got a bit of surprise, because they haven't played in the Wallabies. All right, when we come back on the Ruck, we will wrap it all up for you for another Sunday morning. This is the Ruck. You shoot me all night long, a band called ACDC. I tip they will go far. This is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. All right, time for us. <laughs> Out the limb there. No, no. I know. I make the big calls here, Marta. Thanks for joining us here, by the You've way. You've got reputation too, haven't I you? I do, I do. And as, as to you, um, Greg Martin, and you, if you want to have a look at uh, the tattoo that was uh, is on the uh, the rather attractive backside of our, uh, our guest, the butox of our guest today, it is at, at The Ruck Show. You can have a look at is the Gold Coast Suns. But it says GC, it's basically your wife's, yeah. you and your wife's. No. It's like an anniversary present. <laughs> very, very beautiful. All right, let's wrap it all up. We're talking about uh, the Brumbies. If you're in the franchise, in one of the Australian teams that aren't going to make the top, it could well be a struggle to be one of the wildcard entries into the finals here, given the points that are going on with with the other franchises. I'll take it as red. There'll be definitely two South African teams, yep. Stormers and Bulls. Yep. There'll be, well, I believe three New Zealand mm. teams, yep. and one of them will watch this afternoon play the Tars. That'll yep. be the Crusaders and mm-hmm. the Chiefs. And the Highlanders should all make it and will fill up the uh, complimentary spot. One Australian team in the final. Yeah. It's, it seems like, uh, it seems like the Aussie teams are, are beating themselves, so to speak. So yeah. they're not, they're, no one's, no one's ascending to the top and, um, and then no one's chasing at the same time. So as you mentioned, Marta, before, the next couple of weeks is going to be really interesting. Waratahs, Brumbies, Reds all, yeah. all combine and have a crack at each other again. So. Until you work out who is on top of the pile, I think Brumbies might get there. The Waratahs have got to go to South Africa yet, and the Brumbies yep, yep. pulled back. They had out of their two games, they pulled, what, seven, seven points. points. So yeah. they would have been aiming. If you, if you had them at the start of the year, they would have said, well, four points might do us. But mm-hmm. seven points, that's been a highly successful trip for yeah, them. Yeah, absolute bonus. All right, well, you boys, you'll be uh, calling the game this afternoon, Marta. Yep, and also the Sevens is on. Australia playing New Zealand in the Sevens. They're pushing it as hard as they can with mm. coming up into the Olympics in 2018. Oh, 2000 and. Oh, when's the Olympics 16. in Brazil? 2016. Yep. Sevens is getting higher and higher profile. That's the curtain raises. So if you're heading to uh, Allianz Stadium... This is Michael O'Connor's team? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're playing at 3 o'clock and Fox will have it on after the uh, Waratahs game. All right, enjoy your call. Berkey, will you be there for the Waratahs? I'm there for the Waratahs, watching them do a job. All right, well, Timmy Horan will uh, rejoin us next week. Get out and enjoy your footy and catch up again next Sunday on The Ruck. See ya.